Hello everyone. Welcome to my first podcast. Yay. So, my name is Atskia Navidi Zahra and I am a student of English literature at Unisma Bekasi. And actually, I made this podcast for my narrative on digital media final assignment in second semester. For this first podcast, I bring you a story which hopefully interesting for you. The story tells about teenagers' life, friendship, sacrifice, and much more. Okay, hope you enjoy this and let's get it! Fearless For Juni, the hardest thing in this world is to hold back the longing for people whose existence no longer existed. As the night approached, a sweet girl with short hair and known as a brave, charismatic and cheerful girl is showing her other side. In front of an old piano left by her parents, her little fingers dance swiftly to create a beautiful but heartbreaking strains. In my daughter's eyes, the title of the song she was playing, the song she always played whenever her longing for her parents speak, song that were always played by her mother and father when she was a child. Juni, a middle-aged woman's voice rang out when Juni stopped playing her piano when she felt tears would come out. Ah, Grandma, sorry, did I wake you up? Juni said regretfully. It's okay, it's late now, you have to sleep, said the grandmother. Okay, Grandma, good night, Juni answered as she headed to her room. But her steps stopped when the grandmother said something else. Juni, do you remember what grandma said? You may like music, but don't jump into that world seriously, okay? Said the grandmother. Juni didn't answer right away. In a few seconds, there was only silence. Good night, grandma. Said Juni then immediately went to her room. Grandma just kept quiet, seeing Juni's back increasingly farther away. She knew she had no right to forbid, especially since Juni looked very talented in this field. But she was only afraid that if Juni jumped into the world of music, the bad things that happened to Juni's parents would have repeated to her. The school still looked quiet when Leon arrived. There was only a security guard who had just opened the gate chain. The young man who was known to be very cold, ignorant and has a sharp eye, but luckily have a very handsome face, walked into the gate after greeting a bit of school security. It was clear that only he had arrived. For him, a quiet classroom atmosphere is more comfortable than sitting and have a breakfast with his father, who has a bad temper and always looks down on him. In addition, his father strongly opposed his passion for music, making Leon increasingly fit up with his father. When he was focused on reading a book, a lunchbox was placed in front of him. It's toast. I know you haven't had breakfast. That's Juni's voice. Because he was too serious while reading, 
Leon did not realize that the class was already crowded and the bell rang. Even Juni and Juan had pulled out books, then looked at him with a look that Leon had memorized. Juni asked Leon's homework book to be copied. When you do, we'll be diligent. Leon said sharply, but still gave his homework book to Juni. Juni and Juan only showed their white smile while starting to copy Leon's homework. If you heard the term partner in crime, everyone in the class will compactly say Juni and Juan. Actually, Juni, Juan, and Leon have been friends for a long time because since childhood, they live in the same neighborhood. But because Leon is a calmer and more quiet boy who also obeys the rules, while Juni and Juan have the same nature, that is, playful, cheerful, and also known to like breaking the rules, so they are called partners in crime. However, actually like Juni, Juan also have another side that not many people know. All the delinquency that he did has a reason. He thought by doing a variety of delinquency in school, his parents would pay attention to him. But in reality, they remain ignorant and too busy to pay attention. Since childhood, his parents were rich, able to obey whatever Juan wanted. But since childhood too, Juan has felt a lack of affection. They are always busy and pretend to do it all for Juan's sake. But the only thing Juan wants is their attention, not the facilities they provide. When it was time to go home from school, Juan and Juni were in the canteen one hour before the bell rang. They were enjoying eating meatballs when Leon came and threw their bags on the table. Thank you, dear Leon, joked Juan. He was very happy to make Leon upset. It was entertaining him. After paying for the meatballs, then he and Juni ate. They start walking out of school because their residence is not so far from school. They just walk. When passing through a small alley, they were very surprised to see a man lying in a condition full of wounds. When they approach, the man's consciousness almost disappeared. He only stared at Juni with a surprised look just before he fainted. Juni, Juan, and Leon are very confused. However, they could not let the man lie there. Finally, they decide to bring the man to Juan's house. Because his condition are quite severe, the stranger man who turns out to be named Ren need to stay at Juan's house for a while before returning to his apartment. Juan doesn't mind, yet his parents also rarely go home. The man was mysterious, but for some reason, they didn't feel the slightest suspicion. Moreover, Juni felt familiar with the man, but she couldn't remember anything about it. After weeks, the four of them became close. Ren is a very good person, easy to talk to, and broad-minded. 
They already consider Ren as their elder brother because Ren is a few years older than them. They often ask Ren's advice. They really want to dive into the world of music. However, some members of their families disagree. They ask Ren what they should do. Ren was very happy to listen to their desire and determination to make music. Ren also saw their abilities. They are very talented. Ren gave them lots of advice. Ren said they must continue to be enthusiastic and do not be afraid to reach their dreams. They have to prove to people who doubt them, also to their families, if they can reach their dreams and success. One day, Ren broke them a pamphlet. For a band competition, Ren encouraged and assured them that his competition was the first step to realize their dreams. They agreed, and after that, began practicing every night for the competition. Fearless is the name of the band they use. The meaning is so they do not know to fear anything to achieve their dreams. It was late at night when Juan opened the door of his house after returning from practice, dark and silent. He thought his parents would not go home again tonight. However, where have you been to come home this late? His father's firm voice came from the coach. There, Juan also saw his mother beside his father. Juan was surprised, but a second later, he put a non-caring face and walked towards his room. Juan, answer my question. Then, what is it that you brought? Drumsticks? I have forbidden you from doing that useless thing. His father's what? Juan stopped and turned around. He answered casually. Why? Why do you care? Whatever time I go home, it's up to me. Anyway, I don't care about however hard you forbid. I will still play music. Hearing Juan's answer, his father grew angry. He approached Juan, took his drumstick, and broke them in two. You are insolent! Who taught you to talk to parents like that, huh? You idiot! You can only grow! What do you want to be? Embarrassing! I said you can't do music! His father snapped in front of Juan, while his mother was silent, not making the slightest sound. Juan's emissions peak when he saw the drumstick were broken. He looked at his father sharply. You never do for me, but always forbid everything I do. I'm sick of it. Without caring about anything else, he walked to the main door and left the house. He ignored his father's angry calls or his mother's calls. His mind was very chaotic. He felt very stressed. He decided to go to the convenience store and smoke in front of it. Actually, Juan is not a smoker. This is the first time he smoked because he was so chaotic. Unexpectedly, when Juan wanted to take his third cigarette tonight, 
A hand took the cigarette first and put Juan's cigarette into his pants pocket. Juan was surprised that it was Ren. Ren didn't say anything. He just threw his jacket to Juan because Juan only wore a thin shirt. When angry at his parents, Juan threw his jacket to the floor. Ren sat in front of him. For Juan, everything felt like a dream, but the warmth that radiated from Ren's jacket made Juan realize that what he was experiencing was real. Juan looked down, followed by several tears that fell out of control. Juan had crying, especially in front of Ren, but he really couldn't help it. Nobody has ever given him this kind of attention. Moreover, he needs to be convinced that his world is still fine, even if his father says he is a form of failure. The next day, Juan didn't go to school. He ended up staying at Ren's apartment last night. After school, Juni and Leon goes to Ren's apartment. Ren's apartment was very luxurious. Even last night, Juan couldn't believe this was really Ren's place to live. In that grey-white room, there is a white grand piano, a set of expensive big sofas, some abstract paintings hanging on its walls, and other expensive furniture. Come to think of it, the three of them didn't know anything about Ren. Juni, who saw the piano, was immediately enthusiastic. Are you good at playing piano? Juni asked excitedly. Just a bit. Seeing Juni's excited face, Ren immediately sat in front of the piano without saying much. His fingers danced, played into a popular song. It didn't take a long time to make Juni, Juan, and Leon fascinated. The three of them realized that Ren was adept at playing the piano, not a bit as he said. They increasingly want to know who Ren really is. Ren, I want to ask, when we meet for the first time, what happened to you? Who made you like that? You never tell us the stories behind it. Juni suddenly asks. Ren was a little surprised. Yes, I'm also curious. We also don't know anything about you. Even we just knew you could play the piano and live in such a luxurious place, no? Leon Ed. Ren felt a little panic, but fortunately, before answering, Ren's phone rang. He immediately went to the balcony while giving thanks in his heart. 
It's not yet time for them, especially you need to know, he said very slowly. The competition is getting closer, less than one week away. They are very confident in their abilities. The practice they are undergoing continues to produce progress. One night after practicing, Ren invited them to dinner together. Because they are too lost in the conversation, they go home a little bit more late. Everything is fine. They are joking and chatting with one, until Ren's attitude becomes strange after calling someone at the restaurant earlier. After receiving a call and returning to their table, Ren hurriedly invited them home. He looks a little panicked, but argues that there are important things he must do. But in the middle of the road, unfortunately, on a quiet road, there was a car that broke Ren's car. There were three men got out of there and told Ren to get out of the car. Ren panicked. Juni, Juan, and Leon were confused. At first, Ren told the three of them to wait in the car. But they insisted to go down. Even Dully, they are go out of the car. But Ren still warned they to keep their distance. There was a debate between Ren and the three strangers. They continued to force Ren to go with them. But Ren said he need to drive home Juni, Juan, and Leon first. The atmosphere began not conductive. The three strangers looked angry. Juni caught suspicious gesture from one of them. Until... I told you, I have to take them first. Just send the address, later I'll get to... Ren's sentence was interrupted by the sound of a gunfire, and Juni was giddy right in front of him. There is only silence in a split second. It happened very fast. The three strangers ran away, and blood began to wet the clothes and asphalt where Juni lie. After hours that seemed like a century, the door of the tightly closed room opened, showing two medical officers with blood-stained gloves and tired vests. In a more private place, the doctor conveyed Juni's condition to Ren. The gunshot wound to the chest in Juni caused severe trauma to the chest. Widespread bleeding nearly flooding Juni's lungs and heart. The trauma caused severe injury to the heart. Juni can still be safe because his brain doesn't experience interference and the help of life support machines. However, if the conditions is constantly left, will trigger heart failure. The only solution is to give her a new heart. 
a big stone like hit Ren's head when he heard it. Guilt flowed in his entire body because he knew the target of that bullet should be him. In a sense, Juni needs an immediate donor hurt. Ren remained standing there after the doctor left, his eyes blank, but his tears dripping, until he felt hands holding his clothes, hands belonging to Juan and Leon. Juni will be fine, Ren said with a forced smile. Ren said Leon. I will make sure of that. Juni will be fine. After saying that, Ren immediately left without looking back. At night, when Ren returned to the hospital, he was welcomed by Leon. Leon looks tired, but he doesn't want to leave Juni. He was very worried about her. Seeing Ren, Leon took off his sterile shirt before meeting Ren outside of Juni Ward. I want to meet Juni for a while, Ren said. Yeah, but Ren, I don't know who these people were and what their relationship is with you. But please, don't feel too guilty. Juni saved you of her will. We still have hope. Today, Juan and I have spread information about the needs related to hurt donors. Juan even drew away all his pride to ask for the help of his parents who have many colleges. We must not despair. I know, Ren said briefly in a flat tone. Leon was a little worried because Ren's attitude was very different. This was the first time he heard Ren speak in an almost emotionless tone. Ren sat beside Juni's bed. He broke Juni's right hand in his grips. There's only the sound of a life support machine indicates that the teenager who is lying down is still breathing. Then a sob tears flowing down his cheeks. <laughs> there are many things that I have not told you. In fact, I was the foster child of your parents. And you know what? The bastards who did this to you are under the orders of that crazy composers. Your parents rivals, but actually, only he feels your parents and he is competing. He is also the same person who was behind your parents' death. No one knows if the accident that your parents experienced was not a pure accident. He wanted to kill me too because he knew I knew this fact. But Juni, don't be afraid. They are already in prison and won't be able to bother you anymore. So I will not let them do that. 
quiet for a moment. You, Juan and Leon, you are all good children. Life shouldn't play around with those who are like you guys. Unfortunately, life doesn't care and I can just let it happen. Whatever I do later, Julie, you like or not, that's my will, just as your wills have been. Never blame yourself. Ren bit his lip, his voice trembling as he connected it with a whisper. Don't be sad, Juni. Don't be afraid. Especially because of loneliness. You are loved by many people. Don't be sad, Juni. Don't be afraid. That sentence rang in Jenny's mind just before her opening her eyes. She blinked many times because the lights were too glare. When she turned around a little bit, she saw Leon and Juan there. Juni, said Juan and Leon together. Leon immediately hooked her, while Juan's eyes filled with tears. Her grandma was also there. Juni smiled right away. She was glad everyone he loved was there. But when she realized Red was not there, her smile slowly disappeared. One long month after Juni woke up, Ryan didn't show himself either. Juni reluctantly asked where Ren is. She seemed to know what the answer would be, and she wasn't ready to hear that. One night, Juni couldn't help her sadness. She cried her eyes out. Then, in the silence, Leo came. That man said nothing. He only hugged June warmly. There are no comforting words. Just a hug. The warmth one, and that's enough for Juni. Juni was discharged from the hospital. Now Juni, Juan, and Leon are at Juan's house. There is a box in front of them. Juan said Ren left this for them. Inside the box, there is a flash disk and a plain CD labeled Song for Fearless on the wrapper. In the flash disk, there is only one video. They watch it together. At first, there was only blank. Then, Ren's face appear in the video and saying hello. At that moment, Juni cried immediately. She couldn't help it, but Juan and Leon held each hand of Juni to strengthen her. The video contains Ren's message. An apology because he is no longer beside them now. In a message for Juni, the relationship between Ren and his parents in the past was revealed. Juni, of course, was very surprised.
She regretted not knowing Ren long enough, but she was also happy. At least she was still given the opportunity to feel like having an older siblings, even for a moment. Besides, Ren told them, inside the CDs that are in the box, there are songs created by Juni's parents. Ren wants them to use the song for their band later. In a message to Juan, he was asked to make peace and forgive his parents. After that, Juan did choose to make peace with his parents. He conveyed his true feelings to his parents without emotion. His parents understood. They also apologized to Juan because they had never given him attention or affection. In a message to Leon, he was asked not to always hide his own problems. He had a best friend, mother, and younger sisters who loved him. Leon became more open after that. He also told to his father and promised to prove that his father's perception of Leon was wrong that Leon can make him proud. At the end of the video, there are assignments given to three of them. It looks like this video will soon end. I want all three of you to look for answer to this question. How much is the price to pay for a dream? Of course, it takes effort that not easy to answer. But calm down, I will make it a little easier for you. In the box, there is a business card belongs to my friend. Contact him, he will help you. Ren said in the video. Juan took it. A black business card with gold writing. The writings of Music Works Entertainment are printed large at the top. The three of them look at each other. The last text from me. Reconcile with pains. Forgive me and yourself. Then be happy. Said Ren before the videos end. Five years later, they were able to hold their own concert. As if prayers were answered, Phyllis achieved success. Five years ago, there was a friend, teacher, and brother to the three of us who asked how much the price to pay for a dream. Juan said in his mind at the opening concert, We have found the answer. The answer is infinite. Leon continued. The answer is infinite, yes, because everyone has a different dream. For us, the price for our dream is five years full of disappointment, tears, effort, and prayer while missing someone, said Juni. Then, why it is infinite? No matter how small someone's dream,
He will give everything to achieve that dream, and everything is countless. Said Leon again. Forever, someone named Friend, you'll be in our hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, did you enjoy that story? Sorry if me and my story still lacking in every aspect. Thank you for taking your time to listen to this and goodbye.